get it now all right welcome to episode 86 of uh those millennials podcast today i'm your humble gracious and high, uh, hopefully high, highly favored host uh k the classic i'm here with my uh my nearest and dearest uh my my boys in real life uh jesse's here what's up jess clean save clean shave jess yeah you know, looking spiffy back to, back to baby face. uh for the youtube uh, people jesse's looking uh mighty clean mighty fine rails here what's going on rail yankee rails here gucci man What's going on, brother? Everything hey, good? Side, side note, Jesse, we, we, we were the ones that turned around the Yankee season. I just want to put that in there. Mm, hey, bro. They've been hot mm. since. We've been hot mm, since. We've been hot since. We up right now. All right. And uh, we, I don't know if I call you a special guest. You've been here plenty of times. You, uh, we, we have a guest here who, who's, who, uh, who's here to, who's a Denver fan. who's going to talk Denver football, Denver basketball. Uh, Dustin's here. Dustin was 100 Thieves has. What's up, Dustin? How's it going, man? Nothing Welcome much, back. It's good to be back. Uh, would, would you just call back. me just like a, like a reoccurring guest? I reoccurring, guess you, you know, reoccurring. Here to answer uh, all questions for white people. That... <laughs> <laughs> you got to check You got to check out Before the Pod uh, for that if you want to uh, hear what he, uh, he, we made him, we didn't make him, but he answered, he was gracious enough to ask uh, some questions we had for a white American. He was gracious enough to ask for answer for us. Um, Dustin's here. To promote his new pod, so Dustin, get your shit off. Get your promote your new pod, man. Congratulations. So, so last week on Wednesday was our first official pod. It's called Brews with the Homies. So there you go. Our Brews with the Homies is just pretty much us educating people on craft beer, talking about craft beer, just talking about things that get brought up while you're drinking beer. You know, the goal is it's to kind of take that stigmatism away from like, oh, craft beer is just IPAs, the hoppy shit. No, nah, that's not about it. Right. There's actually more into it. There's actually different levels of beer, different levels of everything. So we're trying to help people, you know, get exposed to it. So when they go to these breweries and places, it's not intimidating. They don't order the wrong thing because as soon as one person orders the wrong thing, you know, they, they get a bad stigmatism for the whole community. So our goal is, is, you know, bring y'all along the journey of drinking craft beer, you know, see what what's new, what's not take some tips from people around the world and hopefully getting some of the guys that actually brew some beer on there to talk about it. That's, that's pretty fire. Um, I'm, actually, I'm actually a big craft fan. I'm actually that I'm actually got, I got a, I can't say I, I subscribe, but I do, I do follow the Instagram pages, but, and I, and I, so I do got, we do got a link in a, a, a you know, grab a, a craft somewhere, but oh, uh, most definitely. And that, that, I low key, I, I low key need a podcast to work on too. Like, you know, right. while you're- <laughs> <laughs> and here are my gross uh, continuous campaign seen. to leave those millennials <laughs> when I was just about to give them alley-oop because obviously I'm out of my alley and everybody knows me i don't drink but jarell uh drinks enough for me and him so i'm sure jarell will most likely be on dustin's podcast talking brew oh, with course. him so if you guys want to check jarell out probably uh, he, he might just stay over there uh you might just check <laughs> jarell out on hey, he might podcast, not come back talking brews friends, he, you know? he might not he might not come back i, so I like i guys... like the management over at brews and brews oh, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the management he may be a football player you know how they 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 lend the players over to another you know team yeah look man look and i'm not i'm not blocking anybody's blessings if real want to leave fly bird fly 
Oh, yeah. what's the what's the fly eagle fly? That's yeah. what we'll talk about that, that Kev. We'll talk about that Kev buttons when we you know we got to block. <laughs> He about to leverage you to get more money out of a pocket. He's trying. He's man, the Oklahoma City leverages. There's just been an ongoing um a creative struggle between me and management at those millennials. And I don't know who's management. And you know, and we just been ironing out. So we I hope you know for the people, I just hope we don't affect them giving y'all a good show. But there's a creative struggle going on right now. No, if you want to take it behind the curtain. So for those who uh who checked out our live uh stream on um uh, it was on my uh on my uh account, it should have been on those millennials. But uh, we we talked through this with real bro. You getting your own show? What else? You you get your credit for your own show? We ain't, it's not on the feed yet. You know, you know when you're gonna clear the runway for me? Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do this. We're not gonna pull the curtain back. You know, completely. We have a right? guest, you know? y'all. Be be courteous in front of guests. You sitting there airing out all the family drama, all the uh, family laundry in front of a guest. Like, no, nah, like I said, fam, so. like I said, <laughs> Dustin's been here before. He's he's not a guest. He's been yeah. here. <laughs> he don't live but, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he's been here plenty of times. He's been on yeah. the pod probably arguably the, the sneaker like, pod. The, yeah. Yeah, like four, four times. Yeah, hundred yeah, 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 yeah. Last right, one was so, like a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean, I got a secret topic that we're gonna talk about uh, if we have enough time on this one. Got, I'm finally going. I want to talk about that Kyrie shit. I got um, a question but, for you, uh, Dustin. Yeah. For a man that does not like beer, mm-hmm. like I've drank it, tasted it many. Some people, Rail's always like, this one's better, this one's smoother, this one that. And every time I'm like, okay, this is a little more drinkable, but I still don't like it. What would you <clears> say <throat> to me, who I'm more of a, I like L's and stuffs more than I actually like beer. Hey, that's perfect. So, what would you say, like, what would be that middle ground or like so- to open me up to beers a little more? So the main thing is, is we got to find out what your tastes are like. What taste do you like? So you said you like ales, right? So yeah. there are some craft ales that you can have getting into. I mean, there's that. I mean, you can get into sours or you can get into the fruited shit. So there's a whole bunch of different types of fruited shit where we, I have beers in the fridge from a brewery called 450 North that's from Indiana. Mm-hmm. And all they specialize is in like smoothie style, slushy style beers with actual mm-hmm. fruit. So like I got one in the fridge right now. That's a, uh, it's pineapple, mango, strawberry, and uh, blueberry. Mm. And it and tastes nothing like me- beer. And it tastes nothing like beer. It tastes like juice. And you can sit there and drink it all day. Mm. And once you kind of start getting your kind of, you know, your palate done, then we kind of move you into like sours because sours is kind of like the next thing. And then from there, it goes into like IPAs. It goes into your ales, your barley wines, your stouts, all these different kinds of beer. And from there, we just figure it out because at my house, Right now, we have a whole fridge that's just dedicated to beer. I have friends all the time. Oh, I don't drink craft beer. Perfect example. My girlfriend. Oh, I hate beer. I'm not drinking that shit. No, 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 no. And just kept going on and on and on. And we sat her down. We gave her some of the slushy stuff. And now she's hooked. She can't get enough of it. So. Hey, hey tell me a good hazy. I'm a hey, you know, I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you I'm a hazy man. A good hazy? Word. Yeah, give me a good hazy. Man. You left a good hazy town, bro. You, yeah, you I know. Did. I know. I was in hazy capital. You were in hazy capital. I'm in hazy capital. I wasn't with Cali. I know, but it's and it's. I get good Cali shit out here, but it's not the same. But, no, you know, 
I mean, so but but what's a what's a what's a good hazy that you like out here? Well, first describe uh, tell the people what a hazy is before you go. On. So hazy is another version of like an IPA. So it's kind of a little bit more dirtier. It's a little bit you know not as strong as an IPA, but it's just a little hazy. It gives you the flavor nodes of that and everything. But Jarrell left a good place in Cali. Um, I out here in Vegas, the beer scene isn't what it's like anywhere else in the world. Like, it's just a whole bunch of breweries right now that just bought the place and then they're trying to figure out as they, as they go. So for me, I, I get most of my beer from California and back east. And in California, there's Pure Project. They got some a phenomenal hazies. You got, um, you got Monkish that's out there Monkish too. Anaheim. Monkish, is, Monkish yep. is by far yep. hazy IPAs. That's the place you yep. want to go. Yeah, my favorite on Anaheim, but yeah. I ain't got none of that out here. No, and, uh, <laughs> and it sucks because a lot of people don't realize what we're missing. And like yeah. during the pandemic, my roommate and I, we would drive to California almost every Thursday after I got off work, and we would go pick up a whole bunch. And when I say like a whole bunch, I mean we bring it back kegs. We brought like four, six, ten boxes worth of beer and filling up two coolers. So like we're kind of into it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my question to you: What is your favorite type of beer? My favorite has got to be um, it's going to be sours. Sours are my favorite. I just love how you know what's the sours. It's not just oh hey, it's this distinct taste. Each place has a different distinct of sours. Like the level of sourness, the level of flavor to the sour. It's just so good. Like it's something that's good all year round. Because there's beers where you can only drink it during the winter and during the summer. Because other than that, like it's not it's not as good for you. We talking pumpkin spice beer, like you know how no, pumpkin spice no, is always like you know they so, you know they pumpkin spice everything in the fall. Hey, yeah, Kel, so, don't bring okay. your pumpkin spice right now. No, like Oktoberfest no. beers, my, my bad, beer. yeah. my bad so, and, and like, also like um, what, what was another beer that uh, the porters? I like I like peanut porters. Butter porters. Are, yes. So peanut like butter porters. a lot of people like to drink IPAs, sours, um, West Coast, all this all that during the summer because it's refreshing during the summer you know you can drink that during the winter but it's not as refreshing stouts stouts are very heavy those are the ones that taste like coffee the chocolates mm. and everything that's more like the winter time because it's a lot more thicker it's a lot more darker and it's a lot better during the winter than it is during the summer mm, i didn't i didn't yeah. know that. i didn't know there's a, there's a time of the year seasonal drink Uh, well it's also crazy too because there's a place out here in vegas called beer zombies and Mm. they just opened a brand new place in uh, downtown summerland and they call it their little tap room so they have food there that you can pair pair with beer that actually like go together so you're like you're not just ordering food and then some random beer you're actually getting a beer that's meant with the go to with that food so when you're eating it like the beer is that much better mm. yeah okay okay yeah, so uh, yeah what the beer brews with the homies this is stuff that like we're going to try to break down for people who just have like questions because beer is intimidating if you don't know it or you don't meet the right people to kind of introduce you to it you kind of just get discouraged you're just like holy shit this is a lot and are, are you going to be doing um how um you doing bi-weekly how i mean how often are you gonna be doing it once so, a week Right now, we're going every Wednesday. Occasionally, we're going to start doing a Saturday here and there just because we have so many friends that are a part of this that we get together and we do a whole bunch of beer sharing where 
we will drink like 12 to 14 beers in a day. And it's just split between like six or seven of us. So we got episodes where we're going to be actually reviewing beer. We're actually having a giveaway for our first episode. It's actually going to be a little beer Fire. glass. Yeah. And uh, Kev, how do they already do it better than us? God damn it. They haven't got it. You got that Hedo right. shirt. Give that Hedo shirt up. Give the Hedo shirt up. I can't give the Hedo shirt up. We, we, man, yeah. we, we talked about this. We're going to do a giveaway once we hit this. Yeah, number. so. We got a giveaway right now for a glass. It's actually like an 8-bit style, Olympic-style Sonic the Hedgehog. So you got Sonic the Hedgehog. You got uh, Egg or Mr. Egghead, or I forget what his name is. The uh, villain. Oh, Robotnik? No, no, that's not Robotnik. Uh, not that's Robotnik. not Robotnik. I forget his name, but he's in there. Yeah. It's a cool little glass. So for anybody that's going to want to partake in it, you got to follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is WTH. Um, also from there, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're also on Amazon. So you got to like and subscribe on those and on our Instagram for you to be able to enter. And once you enter on that, I think we're announcing it in two weeks to kind of get more people involved, get the word out. So there's a lot, a lot of good chance for people to get in. So everybody go out there, support Dustin. Well, I'm support, man. Dustin's been a part of this podcast for since, since, since the beginning uh so we, we you know we wanted to take yeah, the time to say. shout him out and sh- uh, give him his flowers and uh hopefully sounds it sounds good I, I, you know i don't indulge but yeah. this sound it sounds like it, you guys intrigued me right now so that's fire yeah. hey, Kev, tell, I, tell them about tell them about the weekend the weekend in vegas with rail you're giving away tell them tell them tell them, <laughs> tell them about that oh look you can have the weekend look uh once we uh, officially hit that 5,000 download fishing mark, you can have a whole weekend with rail. But the only thing is you're going to have to pay. <laughs> you, have, you spend a whole weekend with Jarrell in Las Vegas. Got to pay for everything. But um, you got to pay for everything. I, I got two more questions for you. Um, my first question is, is there a bear you haven't tried? Or has there been – what? where is a place you want – you're you're looking forward to as on your your list of places to see and it's just so many you name the state there's over like 50 breweries in the state Mm -hmm. like of course like my favorites in california like i've been to most of them there's a place i still haven't been to monkish there personally there's a couple breweries back east like evil twin in new york and they put out some let me tell you they put out some real fire shit and then when I'm I'm actually going in September to Ohio for a festival and one of my favorite breweries about an hour, two hours away. So before we go, I'm trying to convince everybody to go down there so we can go check it out. But there's just so many that that's out there that you it's hard to narrow down. You got your bucket list ones. But for beer wise, I feel like I've had a lot. And so like I got to kind of look at it and see what I haven't had. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, my fridge in here, we rotate our stock in here pretty bad, like pretty fast. Mm. It's a good problem and a bad problem. I don't know if we're alcoholics just yet, but it, how much this fridge is I also want to tell the listeners, uh, <laughs> the, the, you, Dust, uh, Dustin works with me. We work for the same company, um, and I see him, uh, you know, not not so so often, but every now and then I see him. Dustin's money's different. He he works in Yeezys. Oh, he, his, on, his, his, money, his money, his money, his money, his money a little different. So nah, you know, you money, money a little different. At, he be in there. Look, man, in there with the Yeezys on. I be, I be like, yo, like, 
Hold on, y'all. Money coming through. <laughs> says says the, the says the nigga with with land in his name and and in a, in a two car garage. You know, you know, you know, right? You, you know, you, you you got land. You got land in your name. You know, somebody else's pockets. Hey, land, every, hey, Kevin, hey, you know what I tell you every time you you, you say that about me or my years, I tell you it's all about comfort, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta pay a little extra dough for a little bit more comfort. Oh, right? believe me, believe me, I know. Um, you guys will see uh, this weekend um, what uh, me and my lady hit on 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 the Instagrammies. But put, um, put it on the uh, put it on the page. Love oh, it's gonna be on the it's gonna be on the page because right. right. it's, 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 this is one of the page. Oh, you got one more question? Go my my final last question is: What is the worst bear out there? I nominate oh. the worst. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, so for me, I'm not a coffee guy. Ooh. I'm not a dark chocolate guy either. So stouts is my least favorite. But there's some that I will still drink. But out of everything, that's my least favorite is stouts. Rel, what's the what's your uh, what's the worst beer out there? Mm, I would say, I mean, but I like stouts though. See, I like stouts and, and coffee shit too, because I, I mean, because I love coffee so. Uh, I would say just anything super light. I mean, that's too light because like, I've had some terrible light ales that it yeah. just, you know, you know, they're just not, you know what it is? You know, worst beer ever? Blue Moon. It's fucking trash. Really? Know, you know, yeah, yeah. I hate wheat beer. That wheat hey. beer shit doesn't make sense. Yeah. So that's another thing, too. A lot of people are starting to go against the wheat beer. The wheat beer it down. Be it used to be in. It used to be in. But yeah. now it's just the flavors of it is just so like, common with everybody else and it's a lot heavier mm-hmm. so a lot of people are like mm, i'm gonna stick away from the uh, wheat stuff and quite frankly we stayed away from the wheat stuff a lot too so yeah blue moon's trash fuck you blue moon um well th- thanks well, a lot Jerry. We'll never, we'll, 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 we'll never get a blue moon sponsor dustin that you didn't say that so don't worry so you might still get sponsored by blue moon on your pod so yeah. don't even worry about that your sponsorship you, you're, you're still in the clear all right well, all right it's right here fuck you too corona <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he, he he meant he meant coronavirus, Corona. Um, all right, so all right, so we're gonna get on our documentary shit. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna talk about uh, Malice in the Palace documentary that dropped on Netflix uh, last week, uh, which was really good. But first, we're gonna hit on uh, uh, the series that which we talked about. I think two pods ago, Hard Knocks finally started with the Cowboys. Uh, episode one. Episode two. Um, tonight. Episode two drops tonight. We're damn. I didn't do it again. No, we're recording Tuesday. on a sun Tuesday. Okay, we're recording on a it, Sunday. It really don't matter anyway. So, <laughs> streaming service. It drops when you're ready to watch it. Basically, <laughs> uh, we're recording on a Sunday. Um, so episode one starts. Uh, the first thing they show is Dax injured uh, foot. Hey, why did they have um, to play that video like seven times? In a row? <laughs> like, and it's all like different angles, just like a little bit this way. In our oh group God. chat, what was the first thing I said, bro? I was like, <laughs> so they started hard knocks showing us the injury nobody wants to fucking see, <laughs> and he just, and then he breaks it down so they slow it down and it's like, slow it down. Yeah. Um, I love how uh, I love how quarterbacks and players always say. Well, you know, I was just trying to tighten my shoe up tighter, you know, so I can go out there and play. And then I, I didn't even realize that it was turned the opposite but way. He's 
Right. You watch him. The first thing he did was try to <laughs> tie did. his he, shoe. He, he and then he looked. He's and his wasn't in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then he said that he he tried to snap it back into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and you see that in the video where he yeah. snaps it back into place. I'm like, bro, that's like All right, so my the big... doctors tell you not to do yeah. after you do that. So there was a lot to take away from uh from from this uh you know most uh you know Dak in uh Dak in um why can't I think of uh your in the back's name off the top of my head Zeke 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 Zeke's relationship uh uh don't get me started on um your 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 uh, owner's love for uh sausage McMuffins that he he was he eating it with a fork is that uh, what McGriddle. he was doing McGriddle oh it's a McGriddle oh oh so that makes it better. Billionaire shit. <laughs> it, has, it, has, it has syrup in it. You know. Hey, you see how oh much salt he God. put in that thing? He tilted. But my biggest takeaway, is- my biggest takeaway was I wanted a bike after that. After watching that, I really wanted a fucking bike. I, I didn't want to get on the beach. I saw I the, when they did their little bike sequence and they started playing the bike. I was like, man, I want a fucking bike. So um, we can go around the room. Um, Let's start with our resident biggest, cowboy fans. Yeah, we gotta we gotta start with real real. What did you think of episode one of Hard Knocks? Did you like it? Did you love it? So I I do love your first round pick, uh, uh, linebacker though. Uh, I, I'm in I'm infatuated. Yeah. I I got a little man crush. Yeah, that wasn't enough. He kept telling me. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. That wasn't enough. Wasn't, that wasn't enough. <laughs> I listen. I'm just happy to be a cowboy fan for the first time in a long time. You know, so what you know, you can't say that because every year you say you're gonna win the title. First time in a long time, what since last year? Last year, last year, Andy Dog made me question if I like football, and so it's a it's a year tradition. Week one, Jarrell says, and I quote, Kev. I think we're gonna win this year. I think this is the year. It's like, I, you know like I'm, I'm, I'm almost, Jones I'm a market on my so. fucking calendar. He's been doing this for like the past eight years. Jerry Jones Listen, got Cal, so but here's the thing though. Here's the here's the difference though. This time I really feel like this is the year. <laughs> I really like, like so this, you, time, you this time. I, this time I'm, I'm saying I feel it now. Like at first I would just say it just to say it. You know, I was just saying this because it was like Groundhog Day. This time I'm saying it because there's feelings behind it. Like there's legit. Like if first off, Jerry Jones, I'm just I need more Jerry on the screen. Drip Jerry, I need Jerry. I need I need the camera. We're, on not, Jerry. we're, we're not calling him that, but continue. No, he's the only one that he's the only one that's trying. He's to pushing that. Drip he's pushing on that. We're not uh, calling also, that. That's what we're not calling. Too, the team is just loaded. Uh, my dude, uh, we got a rookie, boss man, fat. He gonna be a he gonna be a, a, a boss man fat. It's a rapper who he uh, he he drafted him second round. He sounds like a, he sounds like a wrestler. He should be on the WrestleMania next week at SummerSlam. Well, boss man fat is Kelvin Joseph. He's that's his rapper name. He got a two two albums already out, and uh, we're gonna learn about him in the next episode. Uh, this shit hot too. Go get that. Go get boss man fat shit right now. Um, <laughs> he uh, says that he says that right now until he sucks, and then he's done with him. Continue. <laughs> but overall, I, that nigga needs to go back to rapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. He's in the studio too much. Boss man, fat might he might be holding a, a bowl and a Grammy at the same time. He uh, might be holding that thing, of Vincent Lombardi and the, and the Grammy at the same time. You know before what I'm saying? Dame? Yeah, Dame's not mm-hmm. ever holding the NBA championship. But um, uh, okay. Oh, you can. <laughs> 
But, uh, <laughs> we, we should say that we should say that about a Carmelo Anthony, but uh, things are looking different nowadays. Continue. Hey, we did yeah, say that about CP3. Can we? Can we? Clone we said that LeBron. about CP3 too. Can we clone ten LeBrons? You know, you know. So LeBron, Melo gonna get him one with with the King. You know, so. Uh, if, if overall with the episode, I just I loved it. You know, I, I mean, I like the way Dak is hungry. He's at that level of arrogance right now, especially when they were, when they kept taking him out. I like that. He's at asshole level now, where he don't give a fuck no more. We tired of this losing shit around here, and like and so, I love you know Dak's response to being taken out. Uh, you know, I, I just I need more Dak and Zeke. You know, so uh, maybe I'm the wrong nigga to the, ask, but the, the, the oh yeah, the hey. the bromance. <clears throat> Dog brought me to tears a couple times. How it was like it, I, it was like I was watching Lethal Weapon all over again, just I watching think, a bromance. And, and, and I think that's gonna be the difference because they really they play for each other. They really they really have that. They want to win for. Look at Jesse. so stupid. Hey, he he can't win for him if he's gonna let him let him. Hey Jesse, this is not the week to to, to let him let him have it. Let uh, let Jarrell dig this hole. Let him dig this hole for himself. Just because uh, remember. This is recorded audio that we can use on him later. Hey, I'm just telling you, I think it's Super Bowl or bust. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, all right, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> That's that was the only that was the only down part about for me. I, I feel like Mike McCartney was had me re- he had me ready to run through a fucking wall. Did he? he had me if I was in Did that he? locker room, yeah. That yeah, first though, first though, you the know wall. what I love? I love the, I love <laughs> like, right the, the mojo. I, lo- I love the mojo <laughs> moment. The mojo oh, moment. Oh, the mojo. Okay, that was uh, big. That hey, shit, man. That, that shit had me hyped. And then yeah, also mo- too, did it? Just the talk, man. Just that mojo moment was horrible. What are you talking about? You heard him talking shit about how the guys were horrible. That shit had me ready to play again. And also to uh when he said uh. When he said, uh, "Johnny, Johnny, fuck around," he's out of here. You know, Johnny, the, 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 Johnny, we're not doing that shit this year. Well, then he not to mention, Jarrell used to talk so so much shit about Mike McCartney when he was the quarterback of uh, his arch enemy, apparently Aaron Rodgers. But now that he got the star oh, on his helmet, now he got the star on his helmet. It's, hey, things are different. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yes. got Mike McCartney fired to do what? Because he didn't go back to the Super Bowl. Just saying. No, because he was not good. <laughs> What? Mike, he, Aaron Rodgers got Mike McCarthy fired to do what? Because Mike McCarthy is the only coach that got him to the Super Bowl. Mike, Mike, you know, you got him. You got him. So we, we were blessed with Mike McCarthy. And it's going to work out this year. Bless. Bless with Mike McCarthy. Go ahead, Dustin. Go ahead, Dustin. What would you think of the episode? Mike man? Lombardi after so, this year. You know, it's always cool seeing the behind the scenes fact. And one thing is, like Jarrell said, Dak's got that assholeness in him, but you know, that assholeness in them is only going to get them to 8-8 eight eight again. So, <laughs> oh, uh, no, they can't go 8-8. Eight eight. They had an extra oh, yeah. game. 8-9. 8-8-1. Uh, eight, 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 Ooh, let's go with that. 8-8-1. 8-8-1, eight, eight, baby. I, I'm sorry. And then on top of it, you know, we forget this episode talks about yeah, how – They're going to tie, they're, they're tie with the Washington football team, too. Continue. Ooh, ooh. We also forgot that uh, Dak has also got an MRI on his uh, throwing arm. Hey, yeah, they, hey. Yeah, yeah. and then they yeah you forgot to bring to, you forgot to bring yeah, that part yeah, up. They were bro. also talking to the Yankees uh trainer and who else? Yeah, the te- Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. He was so giddy to get out there. He was ripping his soul. He was cut. If you watched it, if you watched all his throws, he was ripping right. it like it was like it his was game twelve because it's practice. He was ripping wait it like it was. He, hey, wait until the game time. time. He did a nice job throwing at the nets. The little yeah, the little net thing. The little Listen, thing. That was great. Listen, that was if, awesome. If you if you seen the way he was cutting it loose, 
Dak was cutting that thing loose. Even McCarthy was like, where's where he at right now? He's like, oh, tell the scale I'm sure Isaiah Thomas looks really good at fucking uh, practice, too. Hey, Drew Locke looked pretty good in preseason too. I mean, before he broke it, I mean, let me let me hit you with facts now. Before he broke his ankle, he was only on pace to lead the league in passing, and he He was was on pace to throw for five thousand yards. He was on pace to break the Cowboys' record again. He was also also on pace to winning no games. Oh, you, you forget that part. <laughs> you, guys, you guys were like, oh, it was like three at that time. Yeah, no, we, were, we were one and we were one in three, and we won that game. We went to two and three, then we lost a lot more after that. But 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 blessings come in the sky. You lose a lot, you lose a lot, and you get you get a, a Micah Parsons. So you get somebody like he, a Micah when he was injured. My, Micah looks good. I, definitely the best part of the hard knocks for me was Micah. Micah, yeah. Micah looks legit. I just like before he was injured, you guys were zero and three. So and you could have lost that game still if Dak played that entire. But game. none of the but zero and three, zero and three wasn't Dak's fault though. The big game of thirty five. No, it wasn't. It wasn't his yeah. fault. He was he 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 bet on himself. He was playing well. I ain't gonna hate on that. Mina um, Kimes always says winning uh wins and losses uh does, is not a QB stat. Continue. Well, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's not. Unless you're, unless you're it's not. That's 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 that's. What, I'm just telling you what Mina. Kimes, I I, yeah, I love Mina Kimes, By the way, I love Mina Kimes. That's not a QB stat. Like, that's not a QB stat. Wins and losses is not a QB stat. Yeah, right. that's, that, like I said, I disagree. That varies because if you're Jameis Winston, it does varies because he turns the ball over so fucking much. Hey, it let me varies. tell you about my guy. But wins and losses for thirty. It's an entire team sport. It's entire team sport. That's what she. That's her point. Team sport. It's an entire team sport. But when you turn the ball over like a quarterback like Jameis did when he had thirty. Also, when you have a defense that can't score, doesn't stop a team. Like, what are you talking about? You, you can say that about give anything, to the team. About anybody. As a quarterback, the one thing you cannot do is turn over the football. This is like being a point guard. But the that wh- doesn't equate to like that is a part of winning and losing. Does a hey, kicker I- who misses field goals get the winner loss? No, that's a court. You do you get that to the quarterback or the kicker? Hey Jesse, I I do got a point here, and this is gonna go against against you. Look at the Broncos last year. We had a top ten defense, and our offense was like last in the league, and it was all due to quarterback play. It wasn't because of our defense couldn't stop nobody. It's because our quarterback cannot throw the ball and get the could not score. But that I'm still mean equate that to one player. No teams. Tim Tebow went, went and won a playoff game. Like, oh, that, he knows. Hey, he hey, knows. Hey, I, I, I lived through this. What are yeah, you talking I about? Mm. Tim Tebow's not I was, a good I was calling. I was telling them they need to call. Tim Tebow didn't have a good. Tim Tebow ball. didn't have a good week, by the way. But continue. And and and, and Dustin, you lived through the real JC era with Jay, Jay Cutler. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. No, 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 not the real. Not that's not the real JC. The real JC. Let Campbell. So I lived through Brian Greasy, Jake Plummer. Jake the Cutler, plumber, Jake the plumber, Kyle Horton, uh, Tim Tebow, Manning, Brock Osweiler. Dude, you now, don't, don't, don't count pain, man. Hey, ooh, hey, hey, that's our boy, Kev. You and I are forever linked to that man. That, that's some bullshit. Locker, you talk about some some bullshit. Uh, you want to talk about a board Hall of Fame speech. I mute pay many shit. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on. Uh, off hey, of hating ass nigga, look, man. I swear to God. I look, I I'm gonna be the contrarian here. It's time, y'all. It's time to hang up hard knocks. It's time <laughs> <to hang up. laughs> What's wrong with it? <laughs> There's 
so much. There was so much production in there that was trying to make a moment. Oh, Dak cussing on us. I want to get in. Take the D. goddamn camera off of Dak. He probably said it like three <laughs> times, D. and y'all just kept repeating and showing it. And it was like you guys were forcing a moment there. You forced a moment where you tried to the, my, my, Mike McCarthy's little uh, speech. That shit was trash, yo. Who was he supposed so to motivate there? That was I don't like know. every time. That's what I said. I don't know why you felt like you were run through a wall for him. I was yeah. like, he. It's the same formula. The coach gets yeah. a big time. Because I've heard the same shit Rick. for the last every year for like, Jason Garrett. That's what I've heard. That's why it's different. Because Jason Garrett just gets up there and claps his hands and smacks people on the ass. That's why. That's why. <laughs> what is, what is the clapper. The clapper. Bring the clapper back. Like I said, uh, the Mojo moment had me hyped. The oh Mojo God. moment. You at hey, YouTube? That was go go to YouTube. The Mojo moment, y'all. I thought Look that was gonna be dope, dry. and that shit was trash. Like it was just oh okay. That's it. I mean, it's only episode one. Nah, I'm man. intrigued. Cut the. Uh, I'm going to keep watching. I'm, I'm a football fan. Yeah. The Cowboys are an intriguing team. They are a team that you want to watch. They're, they're yeah. you know, the team. But we don't have the personalities like the first time around. So that's the difference. Our personality is mm-hmm. probably going to be our owner. He's going to say the most outlandish shit. He cries all the fucking time now because he's getting old. And he just rekindled with Jimmy. And so. That was uh, such after- a weird crying moment. He just started because, you know, Yeah, let me, let me I don't think, know. Let me tell you why, because he's really. He, let me, he's coming full circle on the fact that he fucked himself. He fired a coach who won the Super Bowl for him. And then mm-hmm. brought another coach and then rolled the fucking football out there. And Barry mm-hmm. Switzer, all he did was just show up every at three o'clock every day. <laughs> and then he realized like I never want a fucking Super Bowl again. And that's why he's so he, I, he's so in the perspective of I fucked myself and I and low-key, he blackballed Jimmy for fucking years. Jimmy's barely going into the ring of honor this year. Like should have been and that like when they showed that uh it was like a, a couple weeks ago on my time I was like why the fuck isn't Jimmy he blackballed him because in the, Jimmy was in the mad honor. because he got fired which he rightfully should have been mad. I just won you a fucking Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Like honestly, Jimmy should have been in the uh, Hall of Fame. Too. Been, um, been, been in the Hall of Fame. I will say this. It is. I, I was listening to an uh, interview. Dan uh, Lepichard is real close to Jimmy Johnson. Well, not real close, but he's cool with close. Jimmy Johnson yep. and uh, those Miami ties. Um, and he, even at the end, where Dan Lepichard was like, I never thought you and Jimmy, or you and, um, uh, uh, what's your owner's name? <laughs> Why am I Jerry? Yeah, I always forget his name. Jerry, Jerry Jones. Drip, drip. I, I didn't know uh, you and Jerry. Double J. Were, I didn't think you and Jerry would ever, like, uh, Men fences and come together. He was like, Ah, uh, we'll see. He's doing being mm-hmm. nice to me now. He doesn't trust them, man. Like, <laughs> that was a bad relationship. And yeah. I do, I, I, I do think Gerald Wayne Jones deserves one. I do think Gerald Wayne Jones, I'm, I'm, needs one I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you, you feel like he deserves one. Like I said, after this season, it's time to hang it up. I know they was trying to, they was trying to bring it back, and they was like, All right, after a pandemic, we need something big. Cowboys, I appreciate it. I uh, look Michael Parsons, L- Micah Parsons looks Micah Parsons looks, looks great, really good. Dak yeah. looked good. I don't know what to say about uh Zeke until he plays. I don't know. Oh, you the one that talks the most shit. I was yeah, you talk there. To, I was the most shit about Zeke. like Zeke ain't bad. And you were no Zeke, Zeke got to go. Zeke do, Zeke cut, don't want to wear the cut. he don't want to wear the he, he don't want to wear the shortcut t shirts anymore. Like okay, yeah. Zeke. Nah, so no, so nah, nah, Zeke got it back. I now. don't I don't know if he's gonna be Zeke freaky anymore. No, have you seen what was they talking about? His weight. He lost 20 pounds. He looked like a fucking cat out there. 
He looks like a cat. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's 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 get out of here. Let's move on. All right. So uh, episode two, hard knocks. We'll talk about uh, on our next pod as well. Uh, hopefully, uh, it goes better for Mike McCarthy. But everything else I enjoy, like I said, it made me want a bicycle. Uh, Jesse thinks it should go away, but I'm hanging up. <laughs> yeah, you made it seem like it was great. Uh, bicycle. It was just a whole episode for bicycle advertisement. Exactly, it was. They did a whole part on it where they showed like half the team riding around the, the complex what on bicycles. The days when players were inside, just the walk around inside the jacuzzi with the chains on. What happened to those days? Yeah. And Mike Irvin was doing snow right when they when they got out of the jacuzzi. <laughs> so All right, so we're gonna go on to our next topic, uh, talking about a documentary series uh, that hit Netflix last week. We're gonna talk about Malice in the Palace. The uh, what is it called? Malice in the Palace? I'm yeah, not sure. I think it's called the Untold Truth. Un- truth of Untold the Malice. The Untold Truth of Malice and Untold Malice in the Palace. Um, for those who don't know, I don't know how you don't know. But hey, Mouse in the Palace, huh? Maybe they don't. There may be some people. There may be some people. Uh, Malice in the Palace was a brawl that take, took place in 04, I believe. Uh, and Detroit with the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons. Uh, a lot of players was involved. Uh, most notably, Captain Jack. Uh, I think it's really weird. Actually, Never mind. Most notably, run our test. <laughs> <laughs> most notably, run our test. Yeah. Stephen Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace, ben Wallace started it. Um, but uh, takeaway: so we all watched it, right? Um, and we don't have to go frame by frame and talk about everything on this thing. But like, what was your biggest takeaways? What did you leave that you didn't know from the documentary series? And um, who who suffered the most from this series happening? Dustin, we'll start with you. So my thought process is watching it. One, you got to remember, like, I forgot about this. If this, like, simmered all year round, like, from the playoffs from the year before to them getting their rings. So there's that. The thing that we – a lot of people Detroit. didn't know. Yeah, and being in Detroit, what a lot of people didn't realize, too – Ben didn't Ben Wallace have a death in his family? His brother died or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. So they talked about it so, on the yeah, doc. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Those are like the two biggest things. And then yeah. the what was the point guard's name that told Ron that he could go get his foul? Tinsley. Tinsley. That's Carolyn has been driving this home. She thinks he gets most of the pie. That Tinsley gets yeah. most of the pie mm-hmm. of what yep. what happened, Mounds and Pals. I, I say the pie. He gets a he gets the second most of the pie. But we know who gets the the biggest piece of the pie. <laughs> yeah. If you if you can hear in the background, she's talking. I about heard it. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so that, those are the two things that like really stuck out to me, or the three things so far is the year before in the playoffs to you know the point guard and then Ben Wallace, right? The two people that lost the most from that, I gotta say, is Jermaine O'Neal. But the person who lost out the most on that is Reggie Miller. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's Reggie because they were looking like the best team in basketball without Reggie. I remember yeah. that season. That that yeah. I remember that that season very vividly. Um, I remember it because if I remember correctly, uh, 
that was the year uh the Rockets, that was like one of the first years, if I can remember, that T Mac and Yao were healthy around the same time. Yeah. Uh so again, my hope was that they were gonna make it to the finals. Um obviously it didn't happen. Um but like that like is a that's big, that big <laughs> I remember the that was a big hope. That was my, look. I had high hopes. I just realized you said the rock. You were hoping the Rockets made it to the final. T Mac was my favorite. T Mac was my favorite, oh, favorite God, player. That was a big hope. That was a uh, huge hope. T Mac and Yao, man. Who was stopping T Mac and Yao? Um, uh, but uh, probably that team across town called the. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nobody was stopping T Mac and the, a healthy T Mac and a healthy Yao, bro. Oh, okay. Um. All right. So for me, uh, um, my biggest takeaway, um for me uh, was, and it said in the documentary series, one of the fucking security guards didn't, who worked at this arena for over seven years did not know who the fuck Reggie Miller was, who's been, who's literally Mr. Indiana, and not just in the NBA. It wasn't the security guard, it was a cop. It was a cop. It was a cop. Which makes it even worse. Like that, that makes which I guess it makes call him security because he was security. He's he he's security, yeah. but he says like but he's in a police uh, uniform. He, yeah. he works. He works. He, he obviously works with the police force, but he yeah. does he does multiple games. So he's yeah. he's not just a a regular guy. He's at the arena all the time. Again, I know people don't pay attention to basketball, so like I'm not being oblivious like that. But like I imagine in a state as small as Indiana, I want to give him place, a pass. I want to give him a pass because Reggie, you don't know who no, Reggie wait, Miller on, is, Jess. Hold on, hold on. It's okay. not that he doesn't recognize who he is. It's when there's just so much commotion going on, and you don't see a person in, in a jersey. You're kind of just going crazy, like you just don't know. But with that being said, you should have by the time Reggie Miller's sitting there telling you, "I'm trying to take him to the back." This is almost as bad as the fan. Like, or this- it was one of those things where you didn't. Put together what was happening right in front of you. He's holding Ron Artest to cover him up and everything. So even if you didn't realize he was a player, he's probably a coach with the team. He probably is connected to the team in some way. So I try to give him a pass, but it's like you didn't. First and foremost, you didn't recognize Reggie Miller, and I don't think Reggie Miller has a distinct face too. He doesn't look like you know he's a black guy that looks like when you see Reggie Miller, you know that's Reggie Miller. Like don't nobody else look like him. I think he was actually lying. I don't think he was. He didn't recognize. Ah, there's. Miller. You think he lied? No, I don't he... think it's. What I'm saying is, I don't think he didn't recognize Reggie Miller. I think he wanted the pepper spray. Ron Artest. Mm. I think he wanted. He came out with that pepper spray to pepper spray Ron Artest, and that yeah. that's what I think happened. And Reggie Miller's like, stop! And so he put it in Reggie Miller's face. Reggie Miller's like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I. You know what I think about too? Pepper spray a player. What a game for Reggie Miller to be hurt. Like what would have happened? What do you think would have happened if Reggie Miller was healthy? Like if he was on the court then. He wouldn't have been on the court though. It was a blowout. It was a blowout. That's true. It was a, it was a blowout. blowout. Yeah. That's true. There's a great That's another thing too. That's another thing too. No, there's a why, great... why, why were they still on the fucking court? There's a great question that uh Bomani asked uh Jermaine O'Neal when he was interviewing Jermaine O'Neal. He said mm-hmm. What does Rick Carlisle think of all this? And Jermaine O'Neal's like, you know what's crazy is, I, as much as we talk all the time and we talk about everything, I never asked Rick Carlisle, why did you leave Ron Artest in the game and take me out? You would think mm-hmm. Ron Artest is the first person you want to take out the game. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's like, what was your thinking when you kept Ron Artest in the game? 
Because I mean, nobody like, expect what to happen to happen. Know, but Arnold already has that stigmatism attached to him. You take that guy out the game right away. You get what I'm saying? That that I'm not I'm not putting any blame on Rick Carlisle. My thing, mm. my thing is just like, what was the th- thinking process there? That's all I can say. Uh, Real, we haven't heard from you. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I don't watch. I haven't watched the documentary yet. Um, okay. I, I have listened to a couple podcasts with Jermaine O'Neal on their talk, and I do remember vividly, you know that. But so I mean, I'll speak on to what I heard from the, him in the podcast and what he spoke on. That I didn't like. I didn't know he resented Ron Artest so much after that. Like I didn't know that their relationship that was affected so much. That is, that's not um, surprise me. Um, He's the only one that didn't win it. Like everybody else won and had success besides him. Like jail. Jail felonies, like he already didn't get along with Runner Test. I'm sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have called him Jail Felony. Um, Jermaine O'Neal. No, I mean he was um, nice on that. was a nice nickname when he was on the court because he yeah. yeah yeah you're so yeah, stupid. Yeah, but when you now you think about it, that's not a good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a good. Like Jermaine O'Neal averaged 25 points in the season before, and like like that's no small feat. Like he averaged 25 points kind of in, went down, in, it went downhill from and it went downhill from there. Like he's like I, I rem- obviously I remember him as a, as a Blazers fan because we drafted him. And I remember him like I, I the, the sparks were there. Just there was just no room in the lineup for us to play them. Um, Sheed Wallace, they had him. yeah, like there was there was no room. For, there was there was no there was no there was no room for us to play. So like, <laughs> so I was like, why didn't you keep Jermaine O'Neal? It's like, uh, where were you we gonna really play him? At, He's gonna play small forward. Were you really look at teams, right? Were you really look at teams like, and you yeah. see the team they had, like from the Kings to the Blazers to the Pacers. And yeah. they didn't win one. It's like how the yeah. fuck like, they were eight and they, everybody was eight nine deep. You know, yeah, yeah, Bonzi well, yeah, Bonzi uh, well with that Portland but, team like, and young yeah, and young, young, not young, hungry ballers. Young yeah, yeah. Teams. But yeah. go ahead, uh, Ralph. Go ahead. No, I mean overall, I just wanted to, you know that team. I remember like that was an ongoing thing because I remember like I said, I don't know if it was a year before when Tayshawn Prince blocked Reggie Miller. Yeah, that was game five. I remember that series, and like they always had a, a a rivalry between each other, you know, because they always were just too gritty. Like most of that time, that basketball was pretty ugly because they nobody was scoring hundred points. They were the two best teams in the East for yeah, like yeah. A, for 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 a minute. Yeah, yeah. There was nobody something that was... bothered me because oh, you didn't you haven't watched it real, but uh, I think it was Reggie Miller who said it, or somebody said it. We're the best defensive and offensive teams in the Eastern Conference. I was like. Uh, at what point in time were y'all were were the 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 Pistons that's, the best yeah. offensive team in the league? That's, it was Reggie Miller that said that. That's yeah, that's, that's, said that's, that at the beginning. Said, that two different NBAs right now, brother. <laughs> we we know what them scores was 80, 85 you know, to eighty one. Like the, the Pistons were a best scoring team. No, they weren't. I don't but, think anybody yeah. averaged more than twenty points. One last thing I want to say, just the, the ultimate trickle down the fact that created basically a new NBA after that, and it's like yeah. the craziness. Of it and, and and the terrible stigmatism. Oh, that, Stern went hard. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Stern went. He Stern went a little bit overboard. You, you know, for all the money that I was lost. But at the same time, I do feel like now that we're in, in today's age, like, like I just put that in context in today's age. Like, what if that happened today? Like when Russell Westbrook has some shit thrown on him, or the, mm-hmm. the, the dumbass, yeah. every dumbass fan in Utah because they're bored. They just want to say ignorant, stupid shit all the fucking time instead of just watching the game. Uh, uh, uh. It just, you know, like it spawns. It just has so many questions about, like, what if that never happened? Like, you know, like hell, the dress code was enforced. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did. They were trying to get away from this Iverson. Like, they, for some reason, they blamed Allen Iverson for for all this shit and, and the dress no, code they because didn't, they, 
They didn't blame well, Randall Iverson. They well, because well, well, I would say that, I would say they they blame Randall Iverson being the way because they blame, they blame hip hop. Yeah, for because the thug, he pushed for everybody he one, he coming off his thugs. He was one of the first per- people that pushed the hip hop culture in the NBA with the braids because everybody was used to Michael Jordan. When so you, guys, when I you think about it. It wasn't him that pushed it first. It was Michael Jordan, the baggy basketball shorts, baggy clothes. That was but Michael. Michael Jordan, when he did an interview, he had a suit on with one hoop earring. He looked like a businessman. I, I'm like, 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 ninety percent of the time, all those things. When you like, saw Michael, he was he was in a suit. You know, and when he went in the back, when he went like Iverson was doing interviews in the fucking jersey, and it just looked yeah. unprofessional. And the chain so, looking like a rapper. And the chain. So, so that's my thing is like it created such a stigmatism over somebody else being dumb and throwing beer on somebody instead of everybody <laughs> pointing at that motherfucker and saying, "Get his stupid ass out of here." For throwing yeah. beer at somebody, yeah, Ron Artest shouldn't win there, but you can't blame anybody when there's people in the nah. heat of the battle. You can't, you can't nowadays because like they're they're athletes. So I just see the bullshit that every like we we had to kill stigmatisms by your clothes because a jersey meant that you were gonna run in the crowd and fuck somebody up. But like, the crazy part is they embrace it all now. Mm-hmm. They embrace all of it now. Because even now. Yeah. Even now, like I mean, obviously I've, we've all seen Malice in the Palace like videos and stuff. I, I I remember watching SportsCenter all day and CNN all day that day that shit happened. Like it was still shocking to fucking see. Oh, it's like crazy. on the documentary. It, 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 it was it was still shocking to fucking still, see. To watch the documentary, it's still like oh my god. It's still this like happened. mouth open yeah. like damn. Oh, so this <laughs> like, is what. Shit. Game Question, eight. did y'all did y'all watch that live? Because I, I remember I was watching it live. I don't think I watched that game. I didn't I'm not even gonna lie. No, I, I didn't watch it live. I was watching that game and I fell asleep and my brother was like, yo, they're fighting. Because remember, at towards the end, it like cuts away, like it goes to like commercial and it comes back, and then it's like, oh, this yeah, is still happening, happened. and then they're like it then an all-out fight breaks out. My my thing uh, that I take, I take away a few things and uh Y'all pass me the rock and let me go ISO real quick. Go, uh, go, 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 go. There's a few things I take from there. Number one thing I take, it's like how the courts actually got it right. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Court That's actually true. got it right. Got it right, yeah. They actually, actually. Because Jermaine was, Jermaine and Stephen, oh, Stephen didn't uh, care to appeal, right? So Stephen Jackson uh, he went up didn't there, appeal. Everybody. But he didn't really care to like defend himself. Defend himself. Jermaine O'Neill and uh Ron Artest. Uh... Ron Artest knew the writing was on. There was no way he wasn't gonna get the whole year. Mm-hmm. He knew that. But he still was there. But what I'm saying, and even be even that plus like the DA deciding, hey, is saying outright they had the right to do what they did. Mm-hmm. Ron Artest, Jermaine O'Neill, and Steven Jackson had every right to do what they did. Because yeah, it was all true. in defense. It was all in defense. You throw a cup on him, he gets the right to go. Like that, all that stuff. He's like, I'm not condoning it, but in the especially the, the fan that walked on the yeah. fucking court and oh, like damn near squared up with Ron Artest. Called it a sucker punch. Called it a sucker. <laughs> yeah, that I wanted to fight that dude through the I TV. Wanted to fight the uh, <laughs> I so um called it a bitch move. I wanted to fight the dude yeah. through the TV. He was if so, Jay, I'm if so Jermaine mad that O'Neal that doesn't slip, that dude just wakes up. Dude, today. Like he's, he's his face high. is blown apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bro, Reggie Miller said, "I was watching that, and I swear." Thank God, Jermaine O'Neal slipped. Hey, the greatest miss of his career. <laughs> I'm talking about homie just waking like, up. Dude, dude came on the court 
from and the grave. Like again, he <laughs> came on the court. We don't know again. We don't know how he came on came on the court, but he came on the court, pulled his pants up. Uh, yeah, automatically, I'm about to fight. Pulled his pants up and had his fist balled. We all no, know what that you means. Know what, you know what's funny is I was talking to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Shout he out Chris. got uh, he did all that. Got close to Ron Artest and realized how big Ron Artest. Is. <laughs> <laughs> you see him, he's, he's hot, and he was like, yeah, "Oh yeah. my god!" And Ron Artest already. But he pulled up his pants and <laughs> exactly. bought his fish. Was like, "I'm ready." You can tell he it was like, "As he got, are you closer, dumb? Holy fuck! This guy's six seven. <laughs> That's what he realized as he got closer because he balled up, and then you see him start to. Like, uh, and, and, and Ronald Tess is like, fuck this, and gave him a two piece. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then Jermaine O'Neal came with the third. Um, no, and then, so my my thing is like that. I, I was really like, I was really taken aback from that. I didn't, I thought all the players got like sued and fine, but the courts ruled it in their favor. And I thought that was incredible, especially given like the circumstances and everything, given what was put on television. So, what was being put on television. To everybody versus yeah, what is the narrative of the media? Court. Yeah, that's another big thing. And yep, they, you know, if Jermaine O'Neal doesn't fight this, if the court, if the DA doesn't say, "Hey, you know, this is like the players made a mistake," the DA d- says straight out, "Everybody's at fault, and we're gonna do this and judge everybody accordingly." And it was great to see that. Um, another thing I took away from it was the Jamal Tinsley, like you said, that was crazy. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? Like that that one blew me away. There's a lot of there's a lot of he's factors. just doing vet shit. He's just no, doing vet shit. No, you don't go and tell you don't, you don't tell Ron Artest to go get a foul. You don't tell go get a hard foul. Tells, we'll get a hard foul. No, don't no, 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 no. It's game eight in the season. I uh, no, 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 no. You guys have but this is the <clears throat> remember how we keep talking about teams? Or, or I just brought up like how many great teams there are. That is the mm. difference between a great team. And a team that could be great. You don't sit there <clears throat> and bring a judge at the end of the game. You do that in the middle of the game. You do that at the beginning of the game. You do it when it's like, okay, but you guys let him w- beat their ass. Ronald Tess was balling that game. They said it. And then you tell your best player that game to get a foul? No, you don't do that. That ain't smart. That ain't smart. That's not smart. That's not a smart veteran move. Or you take Ronald Test out and you put somebody on the end of the bench. To go get this motherfucker. Uh, as I like to call the Udonis Haslam. Exactly. Who who uh who got another contract, by the way. Shout uh, out to UD. Keep getting them checks, boy. So that that bothered me. Y'all think he got pictures of Pat Riley with a hook? <laughs> <laughs> Keep getting them checks, UD. That one was uh surprising. Also, um just runner test was like to me one of the first players, him. Royce White kind of talked about like his anxiousness of trying to fly and stuff. Fly, yeah. Um, but Ron Artest was like him being a Laker. I got to learn more about Ron Artest. So what he was saying, where he suffers from, was something like I kind of already knew that he was struggling from things. But it was one of those things where he he explained it, and then you watch certain moments and you realize like, oh, yeah. Like when he's talking about, hey, you're one of the guys. When they ask him, hey, you're one of the guys that turned your career around and everything and now you're here from there how do you feel and you could see him go from excitement to sad put his head down and he says when i'm down there i'm down when i'm up up i'm up like so he's like there is no in between for me 
and from what he suffers from. So it was like one of those things where you could actually start to see, like when you go through his career and everything he's done, me and, um, and, and Chris were watching when he elbowed uh, Harden, like, and it was like, he was so hyped. Oh my and, God. And he built something and he throws the elbow and it's cause he's so going so hype. And it's like all of it. Maybe that's the reason why Harden flops by the way. No, he was flopping before that. Continue. Sorry. I do have an argument that Harden saw him doing all that and went straight to bumped into him. Uh, but anyways, Maybe. anyways, um, I I, all those things start to make sense when you see it and you, you know, it's not an excuse. And I love that Ron Artest is like, it's not an excuse because I could have made better choices. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I could have made better choices, but um, one, uh, one person asked me, like, it's crazy because if, Ron Artest had a coach like Bill Jackson at that time when he's like, I just need time off and all that stuff. Like he, he would have sent them to Vegas. You think that was, that's what he needed? You think he needed the the Dennis Rodman treatment? I'm not saying he needed to get sent to Vegas, but I think Phil Jackson takes a second and understands. And he did what Rod, he did with Rodman. He takes a second and says, okay, well, you're not all the way focused. Go do what you got to do or Take two weeks. I'm giving you this amount of time. Get it. He's come get back. it out of your system is what Phil said. Yeah. Get it out of your system. And come back. I, I so think weird. That, that's so crazy. wild. It's crazy to think about. But I look, man, I, I say this all the time. You're asking guys to play 82 games and give your whole entire life to one thing. And then even when the season's over, you play, you do workouts and all that stuff. Your whole life is surrounded about it. And it just makes you one dimensional of a person when you're not. You, we think of them as one dimensional, but they're not. And we know we're learning that they're not, but it's like one of those things where I'm like, to see all of that, I'm not saying he should have got the full Robin treatment. Obviously Robin's won championships. So he gets that treatment because of that. But it's one of those things where it's like, if there was a team, like Jermaine O'Neal kept saying it in the, in the Bomani uh, interview, he's like, if I knew and understand this, I know, Hey, if Jamal Tinsley says, Go get your foul. I look at Jamal like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. When he's getting hyped up, I know when he's sitting there or getting pushed by uh, like by Ben Wallace, I pull him out of there and just say, go to the bat. You know what I mean? Like, you react, you learn things. And he's like, it's crazy that it's such a – it's so important today that we are learning so much more about it today. And he's like, it sucks that I didn't know because all I thought it was 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 shenanigans. I thought it, I thought if he was just being a fool, being selfish, being somebody that was a disruptor. And it's easy to view it that way because him coming in, he was viewed that way. So it, it's it's interesting that stuck out to me because how people start to understand these things. And it's like it sucks that Ron Artest uh, suffered from that. He did make his decisions of things that he decided to do. But it was like, um, it's interesting today be, that we we respect the athlete saying something about all of this because you didn't have that voice to say it back in the day. You, it would have been like it would have been the torn ACL. They're crazy. It's such. Dave Chappelle said, when people do not understand something, they call it crazy. They just automatically put crazy on there. You, you even hear it as he's sitting there mad or upset. Oh, Ron Artest has some a crazy look in his eyes. Or he's just fucking upset. Oh, Ron Artest <laughs> has a crazy look in his eyes. But what 
those uh, Pistons were doing and what's his name? Rick Mahorn was doing on the court. That wasn't considered crazy. They were called tough. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff is, it's a change because, but you keep feeding people this idea of something. And now we all think we're on our test as is. And it was one of those things where it's like, you start to learn. Dan, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa. You just brought up something that I, I heard. Because Mike Breen, Mike Breen's everywhere, by the way. He was on the telecast that game, right? If yes, I remember correctly, right? He yes. Didn't he say during the telecast, um, Ron Artest has a look in his eye that looks That's so scary bringing. right now. That's what yeah. I was bringing up. That's, That's exactly what he was saying. That, like, I just remember, I remember that. That's exactly That's what he said. He's like, the, the look in Ron Artest's eye. And I looked at it. Scary like, right now. Does he? I was like, what? Like, and, but the thing is, he's. That was kind. Of, that was kind of a weak thing to say by yeah. my opinion. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. you. You yeah. keep painting these guys as. I, but, but you know what? In I, hindsight, I, I think. I, in I, hindsight, I, I think him. he takes that back. I think yeah, he takes but that. Yeah, back. but you also he got caught up. Emotions. He's at the game. Mm. You know, mm. like he's. It's new. With you know, you're like, who, who's who's seen that? No, you know, when like, 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 like when he said it, it wasn't at that point yet. It was mm-hmm. not at that point yet. That's the thing about no, it. No, no, no. But it was after Ben Wallace pushed him that he said that. You know. Yeah, but it was. I just got pushed. Like, yeah. And, and then everybody's pushing me back. Like, yeah. I mean, but you know, announcers play into yeah. into that. Whoever is the issue, they play into that person. They put so much yeah. into it. Like, but it's it's the it's the it's the it's the inability to understand. Not to say that Ronald Tess is correct in what he makes in his decision. But it's like one of those, the inability to understand and try to understand that it's like, we just labeled that as crazy because that's not normal behavior. But what exactly is normal behavior? Being somebody that is a civil citizen, that is normal behavior, right? That's what we consider normal behavior. But I can be a civil citizen. I just got to be, I have to be, I don't have this, Like, but we keep lining up and trying to put everybody in this middle space to be civil. When it's like we need to understand not everybody is the same and we mm-hmm. and they can function you just got to know how to work with that person and be uh, around that person because you can't go from raw test is the most loving person off the court you give him some, he's dope and then he gets upset and he throws a fucking camera and he's willing to throw it across the goddamn uh court like there's something wrong there like you know what i'm saying and to try to uh, instead of just saying he's crazy why don't we just try to understand for a second? And I do commend the Pacers that they gave him a therapist right away. Mm-hmm. They did give him a therapist right away. So he had, he had a therapist. He had to travel with therapist throughout the rest of his career. Throughout the rest of his career. And he, so it was a, and he was practicing what he learned in therapy. Like I, I, I know, like Ben Wallace was like it was even more disrespect that he laid on the table, and they try to paint it more as more disrespect. That throw by that fan was up. actually incredible. That yeah. throw by that fan was incredible. I'm not even gonna like if, if oh, I'm gonna hell. take away anything. Yeah, oh, hell that yeah. throw was spot on. The way that he threw throw, that from that far away. That throw and, tells me it was meant to happen. Yeah, yeah. that's that type that, of shit. That's like that was spot on throw. I was like, because so, yeah. like you forget how far away away he was from, and I was like, Jermaine O'Neal literally says. Uh, he went into the wrong profession with that fucking kind of accuracy yeah. with a cup of, of beer. I, I like, like, yeah. like lights so, out. Go ahead, Dustin. I have two other things that you guys kind of just like brought up in my head. Mm-hmm. Did it, they start off saying the fan that was ran onto the court that they were going to take away his season tickets that night before all this happened? Yeah. Was they said the talk fan, about the, the fan that ran on the court? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I don't, I can't remember if it was. The one I think it was the fan that ran on the court, or the fan that ran on the court. But after they said that, they never really followed up with that to see like the whole process of like, hey, we went up to him and he. That's when he knew. Oh, this is my last time here. I'm gonna do, no. do something dumb. It's the fan that threw the cup. They said, so, yeah. So my thing was, why did you wait till after the game? I, that's what I'm saying. Why, why couldn't did you, you deny him service at the door? Yeah, exactly. That that is irritating to me too. That's what I. Uh, that was another thing that point. I was like, so you guys let him go to another game? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but why would you let him? Well, you knew the fan was already causing trouble. Why let him stay? Why even give him the satisfaction? Hey man, this is your last game. We're gonna take your tickets away. No, you take that shit away and say no. But now I bet you the NBA learned from that lesson, and now they do take those tickets away beforehand. Yeah. Second thing is, this reminds me how much I dislike how people always paint the picture of, like, all white people. Like, for me, the white dude is sitting there saying, oh, I, I'm okay with it. Oh, that's who you think it is. And he's all cocky with it. Like, I can't stand that, bro. They caught you red-handed. Like, it's yeah, all yeah, like, yeah. They caught like this. they literally caught you on camera, and then when yeah. reporters came to your house, you want to act like no, that wasn't me. But yeah. then he started and then you, doing the videos. He started doing the interviews. Yeah, so my, untouchable. Yeah, so that's my thing. That's the whole thing that drives me nuts about white people. They sit there, they get caught red-handed, and then they sit there and be arrogant assholes about it and go, <laughs> "Oh, it's I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, they can't touch me." Uh, he did end up getting touched, but that 100%. I just can't stand that, bro. Yeah, I'm not fan of that. Can, can I add one last thing before uh, we, we, we go ahead? We're about to close, just, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm just finish real quick. And then, but the, I just ultimately think this boils down to like some people go to the game for the reason that I go to the game for. I appreciate the athlete, you know, like this is a hard, they are a paid professional performing, doing day. They're giving me a show, you know what I'm saying? Like, I paid the ticket to watch the show. Like, some people go in there with the mentality of they're jealous because they go and they have this nine to five and they fucking make, you know, maybe, you know, 95, nine, however much they make a, a fucking year. And they feel like the athlete is, 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 is yeah. or, you know, they just fight this. And I, and I hate that. I wish that's something we gotta, that we gotta one, stop that, you know? Also, and, and, um, not to like, but to add to what you said, they also believe I'm paying hundreds of dollars for dollars. This. So I have the right to do what I no, want. No, you're not. You're not. You're like, like, no, no, you're not. They, they no. took all the fans. And guess what? Everybody still made 29 million. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so let's get rid of this fucking notation. Like, like, you know, yeah, they do need us. And in the long term, we need each other. Yeah. Yeah, let's realize, let's realize what the world is. We fucking need each other. All right. Yeah. We see what, what the world was without sports. Let's start appreciating some people. All right. Like, like let's stop throwing shit on motherfuckers. If you want to talk shit, talk shit. That's cool. But stop throwing shit. Like, because I'm saying, like, we're, we're tiptoeing this line again and, yeah. and it's concerning because yeah. you know like the, i mean everybody has an opinion everybody's trying to get for clickbait you know it just now everybody wants to do some dumb shit it just it's, it, it, it's a fearful yeah that's what i'm saying it's we, we're treading yeah. a scary water again but, and yeah. you know what's crazy uh, what's funny is you're treading the scary uh water again with another person that's considered crazy in in uh russell westbrook who doesn't play that shit and Russell Westbrook is far from fucking crazy. He's not even near a, a run our test. Mm-mm. But the way we see him play on the court, yeah, it, we, it's, we more, it's like, oh, man, he's like different, right? But it's like you're doing it to the person that is going to do something about it. 
that is willing to go fucking into the stands. I don't give a fuck about you. And, and shout out to Russell Westbrook because there's been so many things said about that man. And, you know, from media all the way to what fans say, and he's like, throw that person, that person said something about me. And he's lucky that he's able to have a calm mindset and get a person thrown out versus going to not doing a what's his name uh as some maxwell uh maxio uh on the houston rockets where he walked up to the fan i, I love how they always bring up that balance of the past but maxio uh, did that maxwell did that in jason maxio not and not jason maxwell. maxwell yeah bernie maxwell bernie maxwell went up to a fan and not gave him a two-piece and it's funny because and what what the fan say? The fan said something about his um his daughter his, daughter, his uh cancer his daughter that died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's and like that was in Utah. Yeah, yeah it's like of course yeah. it was. And it's like one of those things where you're like, come on, man. But that's fans been thinking they can say whatever they want. Um shit, I had him one last point, but I forgot it. I was gonna say, but all right, good uh good conversation. Uh check out it's on Netflix. Um Really, really good. Uh, re, uh, revisited, um, but like I said, it made me rethink about the the Tracy and Yao years, and maybe just think about the the state of the NBA back then, and and now, and just made me reflect. So check it out on Netflix. It's a uh, it's pretty damn good, pretty solid if you're a sports fan. All right, so we're gonna get to plus or minus. Uh, Dustin has two questions for plus or minus. I'm gonna let you ask the two questions that you uh, came up with, and I'm just gonna ask the one that Jesse came up with. All right, we'll do. Um, we'll all right, do. so. Plus or minus, first question. Well, first, before I get to plus or minus, uh, Lakers uh, former starting point guard Dennis Schroeder uh, signed a um, tax slam, uh, taxpayers uh, MLE, MLE with the uh, uh, with the Boston Celtics, which is like five, almost six million dollars. Five point uh, Say yeah, almost six, almost six million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesse came up with this one for plus or minus. So. Uh, Plus or minus Dennis Schroeder on his net. He only signed a one year with Boston. So on his next contract, he signs a bigger contract than the taxpayer uh, MLE on his next contract. Plus or minus. Oh, minus. Minus. Mm-hmm. Okay. minus. Minus. Well, it's, it's a plus because it's like anything's more than uh, the taxes. But what I really meant is like, does he get the big contract? Because his wife is like, He's betting on himself and wrote this whole big thing that you watch. It's all part of the plan. You know, you're being a wife, being a, a team player and supporting them. Amazing. I can, I commend you, but um, will I, my question really is like, will he get that contract eventually that the Lakers uh, offer? How old is Dennis Schroeder? 29, 28? Nope. Yeah. How old is he real? 29, 28, 28. Nah. He's so, the, yeah, the windows. That, why, why are you happy about this? The window's been missed. So my question, that's why I asked that question. The window's been missed. And I will just say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the yeah. minus field as well because you're gonna be a backup, and I think that's yeah. where he's really good at is being a backup. I think that's his best role. Yeah, yeah. he's he's yeah. a backup point so guard. He'll probably, he, for the Celtics. He'll it's, probably it's get funny. like fifty mil. No, nah, I don't even think he gets that. Yeah, I think he know. gets less than that. Because look, <laughs> let, let's put it this way: he, he might be look, looking at he might be looking at Lou Williams' money for the rest of his career. He's looking five so, for thirty-five the rest of his year. So I'm gonna he might I'm be gonna looking at which is, again, which is nothing to sneeze at. That's money. Uh, it's money, but I'm gonna put it to you like this: I just had this conversation with one of my friends. He's a diehard Boston Celtics fan. I should have stopped the argument. Right I'm sorry. There. 
No so <laughs> Dennis Schroeder this year was making what 17, 16, right around there a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So he turned down an offer that was about 20, right in right in that range. Nah, somebody four, that was four for 84, 20, 23. No, it was 20. three for 83, wasn't it? Or 84. No, it was the Van Fleet deal. Four for okay. Four. So yeah. so he got the you know noticeable pay grade because you know the season before he had performing numbers he kind of mm-hmm. took a little dip this year right he bet on himself and then second half of the season fell off right four years 120 he ain't worth it right so from the salary he was making before that you took less than half of that name one time as an athlete who took less than what they were making beforehand half of it and it made that money back because Melo, when he left he was making a lot of money when he came back, he could you, never get anywhere near that. Are you said before he hits 30, I think there's players we can name. It's but, only, I mean, and, like, there's the Narlins Noels. I mean, yeah. you know. yeah, before he hits 30, yes, but I think but, this was such a hurting, like, there, I don't think there's anything he can honestly do to get he can play his like, way into a 10 so, million dollar contract. I do believe that he can really, but he's gonna have to have a great year. He's gonna have to have the year he had at OKC if he really wants that contract. I, and I think it's a six man, it's a six man. He's 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 fighting for six man for the rest of the season. Yeah, so I hope for the rest I mean, of his career. I personally have vendettas against Dennis Schroeder for you know reasons I won't get into, but I would hope that he can beat out Peyton Pritchard. I don't know. That man just dropped ninety. Who looked good? Who looked? I mean, it was it's summer league, <laughs> yeah. but, it, but no, they already league. they already said he start. He's coming in behind Marcus Smart. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna play. He's they already saying, said he's gonna he's gonna play a lot. He's yeah, gonna play right. a lot. But my thing is, or well, I say all that like it, it's interesting to me because it was like the contract he signed in OKC was a pretty good contract, but that was like a show improved contract too, right? So well, he was at a show and prove state that, at that point. So that contract that mm-hmm. he signed with OKC was not a contract. That was actually the extension he signed with the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't even a prove-it deal that he got with the, with the it, Thunder. Okay. So it, that's that was like my thing because it was like, oh, it's you know, he's betting on himself. But I'm like, I kind of feel like you playing out this year was betting on yourself. Like you don't go and sign a, a way lower contract. You should have at least got a one year, $10 million uh, deal with a, a, a one in one. Like you at least get that. So it was like, I don't think anybody really. Well, and also, also too, not these, was, these, these hundred million dollars rumors that were coming out, it was like, it shit didn't make sense. It was just like, like, how's it going up? Like, you know, like it should have been like, I'll take four for Eddie four anywhere. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, like, it, you know, but it can't. The price but I also feel up. like the, the 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 public in the media, like he shouldn't have been. I mean, I don't he shouldn't have been donkey of the day. I don't know why the Breakfast Club did that. I was like, I get it. To I get it's funny that, you know, everybody wants it, to laugh that the man turned down a big contract. Yeah, it's just, I, I get it. He turned down, he he, he turned, because he betted on himself. But it was like, well, it's like, why is this, you can't I make anybody so. else donkey of the day for turning down? That, that didn't make no sense. I don't know why you're talking about that. You want to know what's funny is, even if he signs that four for 84, I still think he gets traded. Yeah, But I will say this: the yeah. Lakers should be thanking their lucky stars every single day that that man that said, "Nah." Say, he he yeah. saw the contract and was like, "Yeah, I'll wait." Yeah, I I will also. Say, <laughs> I ear to ear. There's 
There's the no way they gave Russell Westbrook with Lakers that contract didn't on their do, Lakers didn't Zero. do any favors by announcing that leaking, leaking, mm. that they gave him that contract and he passed it up. And then mm. it was leaked that he wants 100 mil. And it, Lakers Lakers had a, a bunch to do with all that shit. So, but it is what it is. Yeah. But we knew it was like, hey, bro. Oh, yeah, exactly. Were. I was like, yeah, I was like, bro, they, they you, should, to, you should sign that. Yeah, they were trying to push. I, the, the, I felt the same way about uh, another player, the the Hawks, uh, Jason, Coll- uh, John Collins. I was like, how much did they offer you? Sign that shit. I, but I think John Collins goes anywhere and he gets paid that much. That's the difference between him and Schroeder. What John That's, Collins did. That in what I mean, playoffs, well, he's still young and he showed yeah, and he that, showed his shit what he, what he did in the playoffs. playoffs shows yeah. like this is a guy that even if he's not a scorer, they was already offering him. They was like they. Show him his contract. I was like, uh, having a good playoffs before a contract year is the ultimate boost. Yes. Yeah. And it shows uh, yeah, what's the name? What's the name of that center that played for the Hornets that got paid because he, he blocked every shot against uh, Biz Back Biombo got fucking paid because of one series he played against LeBron that he lost. Anyway, um, we can move to the next one. So, minus, uh, go ahead, uh, Dustin. All right, since we're on the basketball topic, let's go ahead here. Does the first three picks win Rookie of the Year? Any of the first three? Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, and Mobley. I like Jalen Green. I say plus. Uh, I, I, I like Mobley. I like Kate, man. I like Kate. Yeah, we're all sports Write it down. So, uh... Write it down, Kevin. <laughs> Write it down. Oh, wow. It's weird. Kate's 18 and a vegan already. Like, he's already really mature. I, I'm not surprised about that. A lot of kids are, you know. Uh, from what I've watched in summer league so far, out of those three, I, I think it's going to be Jalen Green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's going to score easy, but he's Wait, in Houston, Kate so is, nobody, nobody. Is Kate is him. the one on the Rockets, right? No, Kate is the one on the oh, Pistons. 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 Wait, who's on the Rockets? Jalen Green. Oh, Jalen okay. Green. That's the Jaylen one up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Jalen Green. <laughs> yeah. 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 As yeah. you can see, I did not pay attention to any of the NFL NBA draft. Yeah, no, it's all oh, good. Also, was, none of the NFL draft either. So yeah, when I found good. out about Micah Parsons, I was like, oh, they got Micah? Cool. <laughs> well, also, Micah. Mobley? Yeah, Mobley. Yeah, Mobley. So kind of oh, on the no, same last topic. Time there was a Mobley. He let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you want your uh, fucking mouth sh- about cuts. Shout out to the cat. Shout out to the cat. Hey, cuts was in his bag always. <laughs> All right, last one. So this one is kind of in the same topic, but for the NFL. Does an NFL quarterback win rookie of the year? I say minus no. Really? I think I, say I no. think I, I think it's gonna be Kyle Pitts. Kyle minus. Pitts, because I don't think we've ever seen a tight end like Kyle Pitts before. Like he like he he's 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 Calvin Johnson, Greg Kittle, uh, uh, George Kittle, and Travis Kelsey all rolled into one. All rolled into one. It's Who's throwing insane. in the ball? Matty Ice, but it's easy. Oh, okay. it's, but it's easy. <laughs> no, but, it's no, easy. but Matt, Matt slings that thing. Matt slings yeah, it, Matt, but, yeah. but it's mostly garbage time. Like, that's why they were like, we don't need to say they was going like, win. We were good. <laughs> so I you think it's gonna be, I think it's going to be Kyle Pitts because I don't think any other quarterbacks are going to do good enough to win the wicked uh, Who? Kevin, you say minus? I said minus. It's a plus automatic to me. It's like, right now it's, what, we have four rookie quarterbacks? Yeah. It's their rookie of the year to lose. It's like MVP. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, so out of the quarterback so far, I mean, we got Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Trey Lance at the 49ers. We don't know who's starting over there. Um, who else we got? We got Zach Wilson with the Jets. Yeah. I mean – we got uh, what's his name? Justin Trey Fields Trey. in Chicago. Oh, Justin the Truth Fields. Oh yeah, we I, like, Trey, I like Truth. We, we already said Trey Lance. Yep. Trey area, yeah. Trey Mark area. Jones for the Patriots or Matt Jones, Matt Alabama Jones. quarterback. Mm. I'm telling you, keep your eye on Trey Lance. I think he's gonna be the best. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm like <laughs> Trey. It's only like he's not gonna start, and that's gonna piss me off because it's like they gotta get Jimmy G ass out of there. That porn porn star job, Jimmy gotta man. go. Just give him the start. Jack. I think it's between. I think it's between Trevor Lawrence and uh, Sunshine. Trevor Lawrence and uh, why did I just forget his name? We just said it on the beers. Uh, Fields. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. I think it's between those two. I think it's between those two. Zach Wilson. Thank God the Bears ball. finally have a quarterback. Hopefully, uh, uh, Bears. Hopefully. Because we uh, we we saw what other one when they they felt like they had a quarterback we saw that one they they loved him for a long time until we we saw the writings on the wall that he wasn't you know <laughs> he wasn't that guy <laughs> he wasn't uh, that guy no um I will also say this on a like I still think it's between those two but it depends when Trey Lance gets the starting job as Trey Lance gets the starting job within the first four games he becomes rookie of the year instantly because that offense and that defense they're gonna be winning. They're gonna be winning, man. Like I, I know the Bears. The Bears got a good, a good enough offense, but they have a great. They have a. I don't know if the Bears have a great defense. Right? What do you think? <laughs> what do you mean they got? They have a, They have an elite defense. Their offense is dog shit. It's been I dog shit for years. No, well they got playmakers on offense, but. Well, they no, they have one playmaker offense. They never had a quarterback, and they have no tight ends or running backs. <laughs> they. This is why I say I don't know if they have a great defense. I know they have great players, but it's like that defense always has. No, a great... I think we should. I think you're underplaying Khalil Mack. Like he fucks no, up a this, lot of shit. Yeah, so this is what I was about to say. Khalil Mack is amazing in the first quarter. Ah, uh, don't, no, no, no. And then when you that. need him to make a play at the end of the game, don't do that. They look a little don't tired. They look a little run down. They keep the team in the game. I'm just saying, are they a great elite defense? It's the with- Aaron Donald effect. He doesn't get the his all, everything that he does don't show up because he sees double teams all day. He sees double teams all day. Uh, he does, he does. But then they have a great DN on the other side, and he mm-hmm. doesn't get those numbers. So I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying they got I, names. I think Let's see would, if they can put it together. Yeah, I think they would be more memorable by now. Like it's like they we know that they're good, really good. We know let me tell you. Let me give you one word. They're, they're we here. Let me give you uh, one word that weren't great. Mitch Trubisky. That's why <laughs> you're a backup quarterback now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he won every play. Uh, all right. Um, I think we had a great pod, guys. Um, Dustin, thank you. Thank you again. We appreciate you coming through. And, oh, thanks for having uh, me. Shout out your pod one more last time before we get out of here, brother. It's as bruised with the homies. And it's Bruce WTH. Go, y'all. Go, Bruce WTH on all the socials. Go find Yeah, all the socials. Go find them. Go go, uh, go support my man, Dustin. I know I'm drinking tequila right now, but it's in honor of Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) 
appreciate how, it, guys. How, appreciate how it. No, uh, no problem. Anybody got anything else to say before we get out of here? I got one thing. It's a uh, scissor reel season. Um, I posted one of those scissor reels uh, last week of uh, Ben Simmons and, and, and Rondo putting up jumpers on the gram, working out, right? LeBron um, and my, my, my question is this. Who got the rebounds for those misses? Got a lot of cardio that day. The cardio machine was going crazy. They got they I, laps in. Hey, that, oh, dis- I hope, I hope they had Apple Watch on. Could you disrespect practice? I then? hope they had an Apple Watch on because all that damn running from all those missed shots Rondo <laughs> and Ben Simmons did. I hope they had an Apple Watch on so they count their steps. Practice bid. <laughs> Off-season bid. OB be hitting them shots. He just don't okay. take them oh. during the season. Okay. I just want I just wanted to get that off my chest. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, it's scissor real season. I'm sure uh, we're going to see a lot of black ops after the summer league's over. So I'm sure... They're gonna go work. They're gonna go to New York and go work out with uh with Brickley. Oh, Hoodie Mellows and been out there with Brickley. Oh man, man, you gotta follow Brickley. He, he's been out there. Um, I got it's, 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 he's with Imani Bates. Yeah, yeah. What he's with Bates right now. Um, I, I'd rather yeah, so, Instagram. So I'm gonna just tell. I'm 100. I'm gonna just tell everybody right now. Just, just don't go on your phone and just say you. If you see. Dwight Howard knocking down threes. Just ignore it. Just, 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 just like the picture if you like it and move on. Like hey. the picture and move on. It's just like me getting hold. Jamal's gonna be ready at the start of the year. Homie posted a video. Yeah, yeah. He's probably him jumping hey. down. Yeah. Hey, hey Jamal, Jamal, take your time. Take your time. I said the same hey, thing with Clay, Clay. I said the same thing with Clay Thompson. I was like, the nigga hasn't been uh, playing for two years. <laughs> no, but uh, but they've been showing videos of they, at the beginning of the season. They showed him working out, running up and down doing workouts, and I was like, he's still not gonna be ready at the beginning of the season. What am I missing? Anyway, um, let's get here. I got one. I got one. Go ahead. Um, Shout out to fucking Nas. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Nas. Yeah, shout out to Nas. Katie's dope. Resurgence, Hip yeah. Boy. What a what a match made in heaven. Like, God just said, uh, here you go, Nas. Hip Boy I'm making a catalog, boy. Hip Boy's, Hip Boy's he, he, he's, he's going to make himself one of them ones. My only critique, you guys missed with the Eminem feature. You guys missed with the Eminem feature. Eminem got off, but yeah. It just didn't mesh. It just didn't yeah. mesh. Yeah. That's that, yeah. But other than that, Nas, congratulations. You got you got the Lauren Hill feature. Lauren Hill fucking killed that track. It, shout out to Lauren Hill. Uh, so oh Wale uh, too. Uh, uh that track uh down south. I don't know if it's called down south, but that shit go hard too. Sorry if I'm doing all my music shit now. No, you're good. Uh next part I'm gonna talk about how incredible T Pain is because I, I've been had this in ether for the longest time too. I'm a, okay. uh, I'm the next time we talk about music, remind hey, me hey, to bring up T Pain. Hey, he finally started answering fucking, his DMs. That's <laughs> fucking anyway. All right. He was hilarious um, on Drink Champs. He was great on Yeah, Drink I didn't watch that yet. I'm I'm planning on watching I that. I only watch the clips, but everybody yeah. is great there. So him, Drink Champs is always I, good. Is it young blue? I think I listened to that. That album. album's I fire. Did, I listened to that, that album's young fire. blue. Oh, you finally listen to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That album Too many goes. features for my liking. Too many. <laughs> but it was good. It, it was, was good. good. It was good. Shout out to Young Blue. All right, y'all. Uh, that were uh, those millennials and featuring Dustin. And thank you, Dustin. Anytime.